If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Double Your Sales Now, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show with the very cool, very hip entrepreneur, Andrea Gribble. So before I tell you about Andrea, I just want to say, hey, Andrea, welcome to the Double Your Sales Now show. Excited to be here, Ursula. (laughs) I'm excited, too. I'm wondering what we're going to create today, because I know you have accomplished amazing things in the last year and beyond that. And I know that our listeners are going to be so inspired by your story and just what you're up to. And whenever I talk about you, Andrea, I always say, Andrea calls on schools. You cold call schools. So we'll get to that because I just think, (laughs) I think cold calling makes people, freaks people out anyway, but you've done it with schools and I know, you know, what that's taken. So let me tell everybody a little bit about Andrea first. And at the end, she'll tell you more about how to get in touch with her. So meet Andrea Gribble. She runs Social School for EDU, and of course, it's hashtag Social School for EDU, a company that partners with schools across the country to manage their social media. She's also the author of The Vaughn Awesome Family in a Digital Days, and I love that book, a children's book aimed to help families rediscover precious time with each other by establishing much-needed boundaries for tech-obsessed children and parents. I'm not saying it's me, but okay, it's me too. Andrea holds an MBA from the University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire and is a frequent speaker at educational conferences conferences on the topic of social media. So super excited to have you here, Andrea. And, you know, you and Tina Pettis, who I've also had on the show, I mean, you guys are in the social media world. You're at the very leading edge because not that long ago, we didn't have the words social media, let alone all these platforms that are out there. And so I, you know, I want to dive in and just tell us a little bit about your business, when you first got started, and then what limiting beliefs did you have about sales or selling in the very, very beginning? Yeah, great question. Social media. I went to school for chemistry, okay? so <laughs> That means you're super smart, so I get it. Yeah, now I'm doing a social media business. But, you know, it was a superintendent that reached out to me in 2014 and said, hey, we really need help with social media. I was doing social media for businesses and thought, yeah, I love, you know, celebrating things that are going on in schools. 
but I didn't have to pitch him, right? He came to me and we did a program and had some success. We found out other schools needed help and now we've built this business. But I think at the beginning, you know, sales to me is just like, it's almost a four letter word, right? It's just like sales people are greedy and sneaky and, and then you throw into it that, wow, I was trying to build a business around schools who never have enough money and their leaders never have enough time. They're so strapped. And so I was really stacked up against those things when I decided I wanted to start this business. And so sales was very difficult for me at first. Yeah. And I'm so glad you said that because I think there's this this thought that anyone who has a successful and fast growing business like yours must have just, you know, woken up and thought, oh, it's going to be easy to be in business. It's going to be easy to pick up the phone. And over and over again, from you to Brian Smith, the founder of Ugg Boots, I mean, everybody has said in the beginning they hated selling. And for our listeners, I just want you to know that like it's, if you hate selling in this moment, join the club. Like it is a, a very well attended club with a very long membership. So thinking back, so it was, so it was ideas of like salespeople might be greedy, all they want. So how did that Really, and I want to go deeper with this question first, but how did that play out for you, Andrea? So after you got that first school, after they approached you and you thought, I'm going to pick up the phone and actually call someone, like what, I mean, did it make your stomach hurt? Like how bad was it? Like really go back to that moment if you would so that people who are listening have some hope in this area. Yeah, sick to my stomach or just scared to pick up the phone. I mean, what I created with this business was something that really wasn't available to schools at all. So it was not only, you know, trying to sell something, but trying to sell something that nobody heard of and maybe didn't even realize they needed. And so challenging for me. And I, for a long time, I didn't pick up the phone. I spoke at a few conferences and invited people, you know, basically in. And some of those decided to jump on board. And that's kind of how I got my first three clients. But didn't really start picking up the phone because I didn't even know what to say. And so it was really slow going at first. And I think I I got to hear you speak at a conference and I watched with eyes wide open and my pen was going a mile, you know, a hundred miles an hour trying to write down everything in regards to really getting that sales script and knowing what I was going to say, the questions I could ask And kind of thinking outside the box in regards to how could I generate some of that interest that could maybe lead to an eventual presentation with the schools. Yeah. So was that so there was that moment of realizing that selling was possible. So look back, Andrea, and there's always this moment, but when did you double your sales for the first time? Was there a moment? Did you celebrate? Like what what was that like for you? And what beliefs did you overcome to be able to do that? Right. So I went to a sales camp initiative and basically, you know, in my first year of business, I did about $40,000 worth of sales, which, you know, in any, in any sales or any organization, that's not a ton of money when you, you know, you're really not even paying yourself. I was tracking my numbers, but a lot of my contracts run kind of on an annual basis. So basically when it hit December of 2018, I saw that, oh my gosh, I had tripled my sales. So that's kind of when the first time I realized it. So I I went to about $120,000, you know, annually in sales. And I think what I felt at that time was finally, it was just validating that my business model was working 
because it was kind of a new, you know, like I said, a, a new offering, a new service for, for these schools. And I really felt like, wow, I'm helping people. I think that it was just that realization that if I help enough people, I can make money too. And so that was just really eye-opening for me. Yeah. Well, it's a great point. And I think that is such a, it's a breakthrough we hear over and over again. It's that moment when we realize, you know, it's not just about us and our services or our products are actually making an impact and it starts to get more and more exciting because I know how passionate you are about your schools and the leaders that are there and the students that you're helping and just what, you know, the difference that social media has, has made for them. And so after that, after you doubled your sales for the first time, what did you believe about sales and selling then? Well, I think it really just transformed everything to me in regards to they they need me. They don't even know they need me, but they need me. And so realizing, again, that you're not bothering people, you're trying to bless them. And that whole aspect of being able to kind of, you know, double or, or triple my sales at that point really solidified that in to your heart you know, where you believe it in your mind and your heart. And that comes across when you share it with people. And so that just made it a lot easier to pick up the phone. And because I'm so targeted in schools, you think that, oh, gosh, that really limits you. Well, you know, we we now work with schools kind of across the country because our system can work with everybody. And so I know there's a ton of schools out there that need my help. And if I get a no, that's okay because it's like the next one. I need to I need to reach out to the next person because somebody needs this. A school district needs this. There's students that deserve to be celebrated. There's staff that deserves that recognition of the incredible things they're doing inside the classroom. I've seen what we've been able to do in our other schools, and I know there are other schools out there that need my help. And that has changed everything for me. Yeah. Oh, I love it. So good. And for those of you who are listening... What we all just heard, Andrea, in your voice was your confidence in knowing that your your service makes a huge difference and confidence sells. We, we talk a lot about that in our community, the Sales Coach Now community, but we forget sometimes how important our energy level is and our excitement is. And of course, when you're first starting out, Andrea, like you were, like, I mean, you didn't have a proven concept. You didn't know what was going to happen. And then it just kept unfolding. You just kept taking the next step that was in front of you, even if you got a no. So I have a couple more questions for you because you did say that, you know, once, if you get a no, you know that there's more that are out there. But for a lot of people, they get a no and it throws their entire day. And we've probably all been there where we were like, okay, that was, that was a rough no. Like I just, I don't even know when I'm going to pick up the phone again. And some people stop and they don't go back and they're, you know, and businesses fail because of no's. I mean, it's, it's a, it's an epidemic. So I'd love to hear some advice, you know, some insight from you, Andrea, like what do you really do in that moment? If you get a no, and I know you don't get lots of no's because schools are loving what you're doing and I know it gets easier, but when you look back and you've got some of those no's, what do you, what did you say to yourself? How did you keep going? How did you pick up the phone again? That's a great question. And I guess I do want to just share a little story that I, in building this business, I, you know, as a financially independent woman, built my first house when I was 24 years old and and basically had to sell my home, move in with my parents for a while. And I was, I was suffering with some severe anxiety and that was just not like me. And so it was very, very difficult, but I think every day that I woke up and I had I have such support around me with my husband, with my kids involving them, that every morning you wake up and it's like, what is one thing that I can do today to reach 
towards that one kind of great goal, right? And so you you have that great book about what's your one goal. And my one goal is to help, you know, that next school. Let's get to that next school, um, those, those teachers. And so reminding myself of that when I wake up in the morning and saying something awesome is going to happen today, right? And you don't know how that's going to show up, but really believing that, it does. And so, you know, I guess that's just what I've tried to do consistently for these past three years of running this business is each day is a new day and what can I do? And and there's a lot that you can do, but what can you get done? And and what one thing will you do that will move you one step closer to that goal? And I and all that matters is that next step. All that matters is that next call. And that, you know, you're the only one stopping you. So I think that's kind of that reminder, that daily reminder that I give my myself. And it's amazing three years. I wouldn't have said this, you know, three years ago because I was so close to giving up. But I say it now is that it's that repetitive thing. You know, Tina said it on a previous podcast, you know, just doing those little things every day is better than doing a lot of things once in a while. And that's really key. And once you have those little things built up, it's amazing when you look back at how much you've built and how much you've grown. So, yeah, it's a great reminder that, you know, just like working out, it's cumulative. I mean, it, it, it takes time. And I thank you for sharing your story because I don't think a lot of people knew that. Like, you know, we as business owners, we can make it look really easy from the outside. Like it's all it's all good. But underneath, no matter who I've talked to and, it, and myself included, you know, we've we've had to overcome things and keep going even on some of the toughest days probably of our lives. And so for people who are listening, like if this was the one day like you were so done, but you just happened to listen to this podcast, this is your message. This is for you to just keep going. And like Andrew said, even if you just did one more thing today or made one more call or sent that other email just to keep the momentum going, it's it's one thing that's going to take you closer to your one great goal. I love it. So so Andrea, and I, we kind of talked about this, but this this is sort of encompasses everything. But when you look back at you know this this journey you've been on in building your business, what is the number one limiting belief that you think you've you've changed that helped you get here? Whether it was about selling or money or a belief in yourself, like what was the big shift for you? Well, there's a lot of things that have shifted, but when I think about my customer, I think they don't have time and they don't have money. But those are the exact two things that I help solve <laughs> because, you know, the more students that a school has, the more money that get, comes along with that. And the load that we take off with our social media is amazing. And so I think that whole shift of just knowing that the excuses are the exact reasons they need they need us, our team, now that we've built of all of the incredible stay-at-home moms that I work with. It's just amazing. So I think that is like the biggest shift for me. And so, yeah. Yeah, so, so true. Because, you know, it's often the thing that they need. That's a, that's brilliant. So often the thing that stops us is the thing that's actually going to help our clients. And we really have to think about, you know, who we are doing a disservice to by not following up. Because, Whenever you get those moments of inspiration, like, oh, I should call that school or I should call that company or I'm driving down here, you know, the, the 35 in California, the 405 and seeing those companies on the side of the road, when you see them, you know, that is divine inspiration. And you think, gosh, I should call them. You should. So they're, they're just waiting for you. So many questions I want to ask you, but, uh, you know, you've 
you just you happen to mention the stay at home stay at home moms who now work for your company, and I know you're super passionate about growing your team. And a lot of people, Andrew, you know this, stop at the point where they might have to add staff, and or they they're afraid to delegate. So how did you overcome that? And how like you've really found creative ways to bring people in to be able to manage the budget in your company. So can you share a little bit about how you made that transition? Because now you're at a different level. Now it's it's team and leadership as well. Yes. So, you know, you're limited by the hours that you have in the day. And I knew that if I wanted to grow this as big as I possibly could, I needed to find ways to work with people. So I actually subcontract with a lot of college educated, some even former teachers that are stay at home moms that would love to make income from home and be great moms, but also have some income opportunity and a chance to have an awesome job of working on social media and sharing incredible stories from schools. I think at the beginning, it was like, well, if it's not me that's calling these schools, that's going to be an issue. But you realize that there's strength in numbers, right? And so if they don't have to rely on just one person, but they know that you have an entire team that is specialized and dedicated and passionate about helping, that actually adds a lot of strength. And so, you know, when you're thinking about growing your business, and and I have a million dollar business, you know, I know that we've done the planning, we know that that's so possible, but it's only possible if I continue to delegate and continue to develop our team. And so, I'm even bringing on an internal, basically, you know, manager that's going to help uh, starting this summer. And that's really exciting for me because we're going to be able to offer even better services. So I've just chosen to surround myself with incredible, gifted, passionate people, it happens to be all women right now, that are here to serve these schools. And it lifts me up and it gives me the ability to do more and be more and help more people. And it's very scary. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's scary when you have to pay somebody every month and you're responsible for, you know, bringing in those sales, but it's the only way to grow and it's the only way to thrive. And so that has been so helpful. And the other thing is I want to help more moms have this opportunity. I have a waiting list right now, people that want to help me. And so that also helps drive me to pick up the phone to make to grow and help more schools because I know there's people on the other side of my business that want to be a part of it. And so it really just all feeds in to each other. I love that. I love it because it's now it's twofold. So of course you're helping all these schools, but now you're also helping your employees, the moms out there, the stay-at-home moms who want to contribute but maybe don't have as much time now get to be employed by you, which is phenomenal. And I know they love working with you too, just some of the stories I've, that you've shared and I've heard and I've met some of your people. So super cool. You, um, so Andrew, here's what I'm wondering. And I love to ask this question as well. It just the, if you could go back to, Andrea, when you were first launching your business, what advice would you have for her? I get a little emotional on this because I was so close to giving up. And I think I would probably just say it's worth it. Like, you don't know what's possible when you get started and you have all these hopes and dreams about what can happen. But 
you just don't know when you doubt yourself. And I talked to a girlfriend just the other day and she talked about, she was listening to the excitement in my voice and she's like, I know three years ago you were like, this is it. Like, if I don't figure this out, I got to go find a job. And she told me, she's like, Andrea, I knew you were going to make it. And I'm like, well, I wish I would have been able to tell myself that because I didn't know. And so I just think I would probably tell myself that it's, it's worth it. And it's all part of my story now. And I, I love that aspect, but that doesn't mean it was easy. Right. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. I think you brought a lot of tears to people's eyes who are listening. And Andrea, for someone who's listening today, who's having one of those days, one of those moments where they wondered what in the heck they were thinking, what would you say to them? Probably that same thing that, that it's worth it. If you have passion, this is an abundant world. And even if you're doing something, you know, whether it's an established market or whether it's something brand new, that if you're passionate and are focused on delivering value and service, that, that anything's possible. And it's the consistency, it's focused effort, and sometimes it's hard at first, but it gets easier and you surround yourself and invest in yourself and surround yourself with great people it's all possible. And I'm living proof. Like I get people all the time that are scared. What about this? What about that? What about insurance? Like, you know, how am I going to, so I'm just like, and then they ask, is it, do you think it's really possible? It's like, yes, it's possible because I've done it. You know, others have, you've done it. Uh, you know, all these entrepreneurs have done it. And so it's possible. So that's what I would say. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. It is. It is. It is. And there's days when it doesn't always feel that way, but you ha- if you keep going, it can happen and it will happen. So Andrea, on that note, like I know you did a lot of things and I know you talked about being consistent and picking up the phone and you're like a rock star. I mean, at events I've shared, I haven't always said your name, but I'm like, okay, there's, there's somebody that's part of the Sales Coach Now community and she consistently makes 20 calls a day. And I know you were doing that when you were really, really building and really focused, but what would you say your top two strategies were that you used to double your sales the first time? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is focus tracking of your activity. And it doesn't have to be complicated, you guys. I just have tick marks that I make for phone calls that I make each day. So it's very easy for me to, if I'm, you know, in a sales slump or something, when you can look back and say, well, it's because you're not picking up the phone. So, you know, just that focus tracking and then persistency and follow-up. Like you said, there's never an ideal time to call or reach out. And so if you think about it, then that probably means you should reach out to that person. And I've been thanked so many times by superintendents that say, thank you so much for being persistent and for following up. Because they're all like us, right? They're all busy. And uh, until I get a firm no I want to make sure that they realize how I can make their life easier. And so that persistency is key. And just one minor thing I just want to mention with the consistency. You know, I've been blogging every week for two years. I'm not a writer, right? I was a chemistry major. So now I've written a children's book and then I blog about my topic every week. I now, after two years, have over a 100 articles on social media and schools. I don't know of any resource in the world that has that many articles on my niche available. And so 
it definitely positions me as this thought leader. And if somebody asks a question, I can say, oh, I've got an article for you and then can share that. And so that, again, has to do with that persistency. But for sales specifically, it's that persistent follow up, not being afraid to pick up the phone and then tracking your tracking your sales calls, basically. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I love the idea of the tick sheets and not complicating it. Just make it simple. Just do it. And then being persistent. Absolutely. I mean, that like you are, <laughs> you have been persistent in so many ways. And I think a lot of people would have given up. But what you shared was so true, which is our prospects aren't going to call us back. They're all busy. I mean, let's assume they're never going to call us back. And so until we've gotten a yes and no, our next step, we don't know if we can help them. And I think what you've shown us is how pleasantly surprised you can be when you get that call back or you get someone on the phone and they say, thank you. Thank you for making a difference in my school. So Andrea, you're an expert in social media, business growth, many, many areas, but I would love for you to share two to three strategies that, that you teach your clients or whatever it is, whatever area you, you want to help us with today. Yeah. And so I'm a little unique because I do serve schools, although this can relate social media use is obviously important in any business. Not more important than picking up the phone, though, by the way. So if you'd rather work on creating cute posts for Facebook or Instagram versus picking up the phone, I'm here to tell you, you need to pick up the phone. But yeah. but my advice for social media is it, it is way more than simply posting. So whether that be for a school or whether that be for a business, there has to be an engagement factor. You're starting a conversation, but just a post is not the end of it. And so responding to comments, engaging, inviting those those comments in are so important. It's a communication strategy and it's called social media for a reason. It's supposed to be social back and forth. And so that's one thing that, you know, I tell all of my schools that we really focus on in our management is that we're not just putting information out cute pictures of kids, but we're actually telling a story and then we're engaging afterwards. My second one is just, you have to make it a priority and just like sales has to be consistent, so does your social media. Those algorithms are tricky things to beat. And if you want to show up and be relevant on any of the social media platforms, you have to have some consistency. And so it's just, you know, doing a little bit every day that's really important. And I see so many schools or businesses, but in my case, so many schools that think they're doing social media and they're posting once a week. They are not reaching their parents with one thing a week for their whole school district. We post between two to five posts a day for our schools. Now that's a lot going on. So maybe it's not that often for your business, but if you're not posting at least once a day, you're not going to show up. And so that's what I think I'd like to share for advice. Brilliant. I love it. More than a posting. So a great reminder, it's social media for a reason. It's communication. And believe me, this is an area I've struggled. I've struggled publicly with this <laughs> because I'm an introvert. And so it's it's been a challenge. So for those of you who are listening, I get it. But of course, Andrea is absolutely correct. Like we have to be out there engaging. Number two, make it a priority. It's just like anything else. If you, you know, once a week, you just get lost in the algorithm, so to speak. And then I think then you, your third one, maybe you only had two, but just reminding us, to, you know, for your schools, you're posting two to five times a day, but at least once a day for us business owners to be really out there. Andrea, I know you were almost, we have so many questions I want to ask you, but, you know, if for someone who's listening who whose school might have interest in working with you, 
and or the parents who are listening, how can they get in touch with you? Or maybe we have school leaders who are listening. How can they get in touch with you? And what do you have to offer for them? Yeah. Well, my home base is my website. So that's social school for, and that's the number four, edu.com. So social school for edu.com. That has just a ton of information, all the ways, all the social media channels to connect with me. My email address is on there. And I give away so much free content. I have socialschoolforedu.com slash resources. And I have over 10 free training videos on there. I have over four different, you know, downloadable PDF guides that like a hundred ideas to post for your school on social media. I've got a how to handle negativity. I've got a lot of resources there. So I would invite you as a business owner, you may get gather some information, but yeah, if you do have a school that is interested in taking their social media to the next level, there's a ton of free resources. And then obviously there's ways to find out about how to take it off your plate and let us be a part of your team and help celebrate your kids in a big, meaningful way. And then you can follow me also just on Twitter. If you're on Twitter at Andrea Gribble. At Andrea Gribble, social school for EDU. And then social school for EDU dot com forward slash resources. Is that right? Yes. Phenomenal. Well, we'll have that shared in the, the notes as well. So people can just go in and click and, and find you. And Andrea, I want to give you a last word before I wrap up, but anything else you want to share to those entrepreneurs who are out there who really want to do it? They want to double their sales this year. Final advice. Well, one of the big things for me was niching down and niching can be really scary, but it can open up so many things to your business because I know exactly who I'm talking to and about and the value I can add. And so when you narrow your target, you actually kind of increase exponentially your potential. And so I really didn't talk about that yet in the interview, but I think that that is key. And then just doing a little bit every day and not giving up really has paid off for me. So it can pay off in your business as well. Awesome. Sound advice for sure. Niching down. I, I get it. Like we started as a business coaching company. It took us years to morph into sales coaching. And someone said, they were like, don't do it. It was the branding person. They were like, don't do it. You're going to lose a lot of your clients. And I, I did it anyway because I'm stubborn, but I knew that there was opportunity in niching and you're right. So niching and continue to do at least one thing every day. Andrea, I want to thank you for being here today. For those of you who are listening and you know, if you have children who go to school, if you have nieces or nephews who go to school, and if you know that their school could benefit please reach out to Andrea. Plus, there's all those phenomenal resources to give to your school leaders who always need help. So make sure you share Andrea's links with them. And even if it's, you know, they're not ready to be Andrea's client, there's all those great resources so they at least have, you know, know where to go when they need help. And then also as business owners, we can, of course, learn from the resources that Andrea provided. So Andrea, thanks again for being here. Thanks so much for having me, Ursula. You've been so impactful in my life. And now you're making such a big difference with this podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you. It's my honor. It's my pleasure. I love this podcast. I, I get to connect with people like you so we can tell them because we have these conversations and then they're not public, but now we get to have them and people can listen in. So I love that. I want to thank you all our listeners for being with us. I know we're in 10 countries now and growing, which is super exciting. So if you're somewhere outside of the United States, we just want to say we're so grateful that you're listening. We're here as a resource for you. You can go to salescoachnow.com. We have lots of free articles on there. Plus you can get, you can get access to 
to our monthly newsletter, which also includes the video series, Top Sales Secrets, excuse me, Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. If you're interested in coming to a sales camp, we have lots of information there on the website. And on May the 5th here in the U.S., here in Minneapolis, we're actually going to be hosting the One Great Goal Retreat for free. We used to sell that for $497. It's now our give back. The first 60 people who register are free, and it's been filling up really quickly, so we're excited to do that again. So thanks for listening. We look forward to hearing from you. Email me at Ursula at SalesCoachNow. And everyone, make this your most epic year. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at SalesCoachNow.com. That's SalesCoachNow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales. Oh,